Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, October 31st. Here is an impeachment inquiry update from today's show. White House lawyer John Eisenberg moved the rough transcript of Trump's July 25th call with Ukraine's Volodymyr Zelensky to a highly classified server only after Army Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman came to him to express alarm. Vindman told Eisenberg, the White House legal advisor on national security issues, that what the president did was wrong. Scribbling notes on a yellow legal pad, Eisenberg proposed a step that other officials have said is at odds with longstanding White House protocol. He moved a transcript of the call to a highly classified server and then dramatically restricted who could access it. Vindman's account is the first known instance in which a witness before the impeachment inquiry has provided a firsthand account linking Eisenberg, a Stanford-educated lawyer, to the decision to move the problematic transcript to a highly classified server. House impeachment investigators last night announced that they've asked Eisenberg and fellow White House lawyer Mike Ellis to testify next Monday. They're unlikely to comply. After the July 25th call, Vindman said he literally rushed to Eisenberg's office, and he brought with him his twin brother, who happens to be an ethics attorney for the National Security Council. Ellis also joined the discussion. Vindman then read out loud notes that he had taken during the call. This wasn't the first time that Vindman had come to Eisenberg's office with concerns. In fact, three weeks earlier, Vindman and his then-boss, Fiona Hill, had gone to Eisenberg after a July 10th meeting in which they say that Trump's ambassador to the European Union, Gordon Sunland, had pushed two visiting Ukrainian officials to investigate Joe Biden and Democrats. Sunland's attorney said yesterday that his client did not mention the Bidens in the July 10th meeting or other discussions about Ukraine policy. Sunland and Vindman have offered contradictory testimony under oath. Tim Morrison is appearing on the Hill today and could corroborate part of Vindman's story. He replaced Hill as the lieutenant colonel's boss on the NSC. He's set to testify about what he witnessed and to ease the way for being able to do so because the White House is stonewalling. He has stepped down from his post after 15 months of service last night. Bill Taylor, the acting U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, testified last week that he first learned U.S. military aid was being leveraged on a promise by Ukraine to investigate Trump's political foes during an early September phone call with Morrison. In fact, Taylor mentioned Morrison's name 15 times during his opening statement last week. Taylor says Morrison told him he had a, quote, sinking feeling after learning of a conversation that Trump had with Sunland to exact what the acting U.S. ambassador has described as clearly a quid pro quo. Democratic investigators last night also formally requested testimony from former National Security Advisor John Bolton. They want him to come next week. It's unclear whether he'll comply. As these depositions continue, the House is on track today to pass a set of rules governing the next phase of the impeachment inquiry. The White House is whipping hard to prevent GOP defections. In fact, they're bringing people over to meet with Trump before the roll call vote today to lock them in as no votes and put the pressure on. Democrats are expected to lose at least one of their members, Congressman Jeff Van Drew of New Jersey. He's a moderate who was elected last year to represent a longtime Republican district. Nancy Pelosi's leadership team spent the day yesterday working a handful of Democrats who are also up in the air. One senior Democratic official predicts they'll lose two to four of their members. Republicans are worried about 
Congressman Francis Rooney. He's a retiring Republican from Florida who has found these recent depositions deeply disturbing. They think he might defect, but they're trying to stop him. Meanwhile, on the other side of the Capitol, Senate Democrats expressed frustration with Deputy Secretary of State John Sullivan during his confirmation hearing to become ambassador to Russia. Sullivan appeared headed toward Senate approval, even as Democratic lawmakers questioned his professed lack of curiosity or pushback against policies on Ukraine that he indicated he opposes. Going to the heart of the impeachment inquiry, Sullivan was asked whether it was ever appropriate for a president to use his office to solicit investigations into his domestic political opponents. Sullivan replied that doing so would, quote, not be in accord with our values. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 wherever you get your podcasts.